The Oldsmore River Park Center has been an entertainment anchor for the downtown, but its board recently had to make some tough decisions in regards to the venue's financial future. We're going to discuss what the River Park Board's plans are and how it fits into the downtown dynamic. Stay with us. This is Inquire. From the Mystery Inquirer, I'm Don Wilkins, and joining me is Mystery Inquirer City Government Reporter, Austin Ramsey. And so we're going to keep our options open, but I think in light of the reactions that we've had from the community with a management company, that our next move will be to search for an individual to take Roxy's place. So that's what the search committee will be tasked with. That's what they'll be tasked. They'll be tasked specifically with doing a search for a new executive so this is our first podcast of the new year, and we're kicking it off with a bit of controversy. And as I mentioned in the intro, it involves the Owensboro River Park Center. But before we get into those details, first, Austin, talk about what the River Park Center is and how it was initially set up. The River Park Center is kind of a unique institution in that it was entirely founded by the people of Owensboro and their dollars through donations. The crux of the center as a concept was first established by a grant that the city of Owensboro was awarded in, 1990, in 1988 um, to the tune of about $4.5 million. It was a challenge grant to build a performing arts center for the community. It was more than doubled later to about $10.7 million in local funds that included $9 million from 3,000 individuals and businesses in the area. It was about 25 years ago that the River Park Center formally opened, and on its 25th anniversary, I believe you did a show about it. Um, And as you, I'm sure, recall, it was a huge, monumental achievement that the city of Owensboro, Davis County, government and the people of this community were able to achieve together by applying grant dollars and local donations to something that everyone could benefit from. I think a lot of local officials believe that if it were not for the River Park Center, the grant dollars and the donation dollars that made that possible, we wouldn't have Smothers Park, we wouldn't have McConnell Plaza, we wouldn't have the Owensboro Convention Center or the two downtown hotels. We wouldn't have the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame and Museum. So much of what makes downtown downtown is probably thanks to the achievement that the River Park Center was and is. From the banks of the Ohio River in Owensboro, Kentucky, KET and the Kentucky Center for the Arts are proud to present the River Park Center Gala Benefit Opening. Starring John Denver. Now talk about you know what led to this past week's controversy you know, a sit-in, which you don't see too often these days, and what did all of that involve? Well, it kind of all started with a story I wrote about a week and a half ago. Operating on a tip that I had received from a confidential source, I found out that the Riverbark Center was amid negotiations with Spectra, which is a venue management company operated out of Philadelphia, but that already has 
significant interest in Owensboro because it's the venue management for two celebrated Owensboro institutions, the Owensboro Convention Center and the Owensboro Sports Center. The tipster told me that the River Park Center was amid negotiations that would put it in a similar relationship to that that Spectra has with the city of Owensboro. Now that was concerning to me because of course the River Park Center is a nonprofit private entity operated by a board of directors. I knew that although many River Park Center employees are employees of the city of Owensboro and they receive public pension dollars as a result, that any such effort to put the River Park Center under Spectre's control would certainly come under fire from the public because part of what made the River Park so special from the beginning was the fact that it was truly the community's entertainment institution. You know as well as anyone that people don't like change. So I was able to talk to some officials with the River Park Center who eventually did confirm that those negotiations were ongoing, but they stressed to me that decisions would not be coming down the pike for a while and that my story in their opinion was premature. Later, we realized that the story was not premature at all. In fact, less than a week later, the River Park Center Board of Directors was actually deciding on this Spectre contract. And I believe once the public found out that that was happening, they were pissed. And they came to the River Park Center. They decided that they would not leave unless and until they got some answers. And that's exactly what they did. There's some human element here. It largely involves Roxy Witt, the longtime director there. And I know it started the, the board thinking about its future when she left. And so talk about how her announcement that she was thinking about retiring in the near future affected the way this was all set up. Don, as a former reporter yourself, I'm sure you know that so often when we're covering stories like these, we get the details in a backward kind of fashion. What seemed to us as simply negotiations between a private company and a private nonprofit turned out to have largely had to do with the fact that, as you said, executive director of the River Park Center, Roxy Witt, who has been there for many, many years, had informed the board recently that she intended to retire in the summer of 2020. Now, I later was able to confirm that once she realized that the board of directors was negotiating with Spectra, she moved up her expected retirement date to the summer of 2019, this year, putting more of a sense of urgency in the decision that the board had to make. Now, originally, officials with the River Park Center told me that that was the only reason that they were considering a Spectra contract. In other words, the executive director of the institution was retiring. She had been such a stalwart in the success that the River Park Center had enjoyed up until this point that they decided perhaps a venue management company was best. Instead, however, it turned out that 
The River Park Center over at least the last three years has had to be cutting into its endowment. Now, for a nonprofit institution, that means it's cutting into its reserves. This year, it's expected to be the, to the tune of about $150,000. That's about 17% of their total reserve budget. And so we're going to begin a fundraising campaign. And so we're going to have to ask our community to vote that they want to keep River Park going. They're going to vote that they want an individual local executive director. And they're going to have to support us with that money because otherwise, we will be in trouble. We will be closing our doors at some point in the future. If that takes place and continues, it's very likely that the River Park Center simply could not continue without declaring bankruptcy and dissolving entirely. It's been my understanding that any regional entertainment center like the River Park Center relies on about 50% donations and 50% individual people in seats selling tickets to generate revenue. But when you factor in the investments that the River Park Center has to make to bring Broadway shows to the city of Owensboro and all of the different kinds of events that we see there more than 100 nights of, of the year, when you factor in those investments, the responsibility of revenue, the responsibility of net revenue shifts on to the donors themselves. And According to officials with the River Park Center Board of Directors, the center's donor base is simply dying out. It's simply a fact of age. The River Park Center, like we've established, is 25 years old now, and many of the elderly, wealthy elderly individuals in Owensboro that helped found it those 25 years ago are no longer with us now. And the River Park Center has struggled immensely in trying to recruit a new donor base to support it into the future. With those kind of financial struggles in mind, I think they believed that perhaps shifting the responsibility of revenue back onto ticket sales through more events, more big events that perhaps Spectre alone could attract, that they could avoid some really tough questions in the future. And so another thing I want to get into here, Austin, and kind of something that I think has been lost here is how multiple chess pieces are in play here, and which involve not only the River Park Center, but the Bluegrass Museum, which you mentioned earlier, the History Museum, and maybe some other uh, sites downtown. And talk about that dynamic and how all these pieces connect. Well, Don... As I think my reporting has shown over the last few months, really the last year, they all connect to a single person. Hello, Orangeboro. I'm your new mayor, Tom Watson. It's an honor and a privilege to serve as part of the city commission once again. Mayor Watson was elected, of course, in 2016 and assumed the position of mayor in, in January of 2017. And Watson is a fiscal conservative. He isn't afraid to admit that. Since Watson assumed office, he has assumed a great deal of city debt. You'll remember that the city of Owensboro was forced to raise insurance premium license fees, occupational taxes, property taxes, and more in the summer of 2017 during their budget cycle, and they took on even more property tax hikes in 2018. Fiscal conservatives in the city believe that the way to meet pension demands is to liquidate 
city real estate and to move around institutions that the city benefits financially so that they can generate more revenue themselves. That all began first when I started reporting that the city of Owensboro was looking to sell several properties it owns along Veterans Boulevard near Smothers Park. Then I began reporting on the fact that the mayor was pressuring the Owensboro Museum of Science and History to move from their location on 2nd Street across the street to the Tolly Building, which is a part of the River Park Center. Of course, that meant that the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame and Museum, who would be moving into the new International Bluegrass Music Center, would be vacant. And space that had already been vacated in that new building was being looked at as a potential future home for the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Like you said, Don, it's a lot of moving pieces, and it's all an effort by the mayor as well as others in the current city's administration to shuffle the deck so that institutions that rely on public dollars don't have to rely on them as much, and that the spaces that the city owns can be put on the tax rolls once more. The Owensboro Museum of Science and History is a lot of square footage right in the middle of a burgeoning downtown economy. If the city of Owensboro were able to sell that building, they could be making upward of $4 million. That would be a huge help when faced with a $2 million pension deficit. The mayor, I believe, understands these kinds of concerns, and he wants to do everything he possibly can to fix them. What he perhaps doesn't understand is that many of these institutions have been where they are and how they are for a long time. And a lot of people aren't happy with the kind of changes he's proposing. And in the meantime, the River Park Center's board is gathering a, a search committee to find a replacement for Roxy. That's right. Ever since the sit-in occurred, uh, the public outcry happened, the River Park Center Board of Directors has largely abandoned a venue management company idea, and they are instead searching for a new executive director. All right, Austin. I appreciate uh, you coming on the show. And that will wrap up our podcast for this week. I want to thank Mr. Inquirer reporter Austin Ramsey for joining me. To send us questions or provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquirer.com. Remember, you can find us on the Mr. Inquirer's website, its mobile app, and iTunes, where you can subscribe to Inquirer. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquirer.